You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network. Hey, this is Mike with the FinFans Podcast. Each week we come to you, we bring you our opinions on what's going on within the Dolphins organization. Uh, we uh, shoot straight, we, we don't BS anyone, and uh, here we go. All right, and it's uh, another podcast. Uh, this time I've got uh, Jim Johnson. Hey there, everybody. I've got Louis Rigoni. Hello, Dolphins. And even Kirk Marks has decided to join us tonight. Hey, Finn fans. Oh, ho, 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 ho. <laughs> Woo-hoo, All right. You're back from your, uh, your hiatus. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> right. Exactly. Good to have you back, Kirk. Thanks. Got I'm Jim, up. Jim one week and you the next week. I don't know if I can handle all this. Go ahead. What were you saying, Kirk? It's kind of tough to get out of the country of South Jersey, like you guys said. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're right. The country of South Jersey. Oh, so we, we promised everybody some trivia, but before we get into that, I want to ask the uh, two strangers um, what they think of the Xavier Howard situation. I, I look at it this way. We need to keep our star players. I don't like that, you know, when we gave him a contract, he was up towards the top of getting a contract. But we get Byron Jones, he gets more money. You know, we live in a world today where, you know, you, you produce, you want more money. And Xavier Howard... We can't let him go because he's a he's a very important piece to what we're doing. And I don't like to have to pay the man, but I think we have to pay him because to keep going in the direction we're going, which is up, and he's a very key part of that, just pay him and let's get past it. Yeah, we touched on this a little bit last week, but, um, you know, Lou and I are always growling about playmakers, and Xavier Howard is probably – the best playmaker on defense and potentially the whole team. And I hate the fact that he's blowing up his newly renegotiated contract, but he's got us over a barrel. And I think he and his agent knows it. He's a huge part of our defense. And I, I, we need to find some way to make Xavier Howard happy to stay in Miami. So uh, I think they need to try to find a way somehow. I agree. I hope he's willing to negotiate, though, because I don't think I'm ready to make him the highest paid cornerback in the league. Yeah, so, that's where I'm at. You know, I'm hoping yep. that they can find a way to, you know, make Xavier happy without having to break the bank. And, I mean, I'd and, be happy to give him some incentives, you know, that could pay him a good bit of money if he stays healthy and, and you know, performs at a Pro Bowl level. You know, I, I can see that, but I don't know that I would automatically make him the highest paid cornerback at this point in time. Well, can we even do that, Mike, without cutting five, six guys to do it? I mean, that's that's the well, question. Well, the the thing you is, know? you're you're are are they likely to be achieved incentives? And that's really the what they ask before they charge your cap with it, right? So, is he likely to make the Pro Bowl? I don't know what the answer to that is. I I can tell you what the answer to that is. <laughs> I mean, if we're going to be paying him more money, he better be making the Pro Bowl, right? I mean, he is, you know, I mean, we expect him to do that. We don't expect him as long as he's healthy. Yeah, I don't know to not how do they anything figure different, that, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's it's you know, it's a catch 22, isn't it? I mean, because you know, they're in a position to where you almost have to pay him. If you don't then there's going to be problems. Well, it's unless you're really, simple. you know, strong on Igbenogany, I, th- I think you've got to pay him. It's one or the other. You know, if you really believe that Igbenogany is ready to fill in for him and play at that kind of level, 
then maybe play hardball. But otherwise, I think you got you got to uh, re up them and make them happy. Yeah, and I can't see that. I mean, he couldn't he couldn't beat out a nickel corner. I mean, I can't see over the course of a few months him you know making that that big a leap. You know, I think eventually he may be a really solid football player. But, you know, we are talking about probably the best cornerback in the game right now. I mean, probably. I don't know if there's anybody better than him. I don't. I mean, what do you guys think? Do you think there's a better corner out there than him right now? I don't think so. Ten interceptions. Right. You know, that tells a big story. And he impacted a lot of games. Yeah, I, I don't see, you know, maybe somebody you can compare him to. But as far as somebody else better, I, I don't see it. What, what I'm thinking is there, it's, it's twofold. One is, is he the best we have? Absolutely. Do we need him? Absolutely. And on the other side of this business, teams don't have any problems cutting you to save cap space and doing stuff like that. So I can't be mad at him. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it might be a little bit immature to worry about what other people make, but that's, that's the business we live in. And he's, he's the best we got. Let's just, you know, let's just keep our stars for once because we're not going right. to replace them. Right. I talk about it all the time, treading water. You know, you pick up a guy, you lose a guy. So we signed Jones last year, and if we wind up losing him, where are we at? We're right back to square one, maybe even below square one. There is a penalty to be paid because you are setting a precedent that, you know, you can you can hold us over a barrel and we'll cave. Right. But that's so, the NFL now, Mike. Yep. I mean, you know, at some point you have to do it. You know, if not, then you're an 8-8 eight and eight team every year. I mean- you know, you have to keep your star players, as Kirk just mentioned, because if you don't, then, you know, you're, you're going to be a mediocre or worse team year in and year out. You have to keep your stars. The other thing is, uh, you know, I wonder how many phone calls from the other teams uh, Howard's agent is getting. So, you know, if there's a lot of interest. Oh, that would be tampering. They can't do that. Yeah, well, I understand that, but you know, there, there could be a meeting at the bar, so <laughs> you can't you can't tell me that stuff like that doesn't happen. So, well, I, I can't uh, tell you that because I have no way of knowing. I'm just telling you it would be tampering in today's day and age with the way you know there's cell phones everywhere and so yeah. on and so. I mean, you can't really get away with anything, but. You know, Jim, you never know, right? You don't know uh, what goes on behind the scenes. I mean, these guys, all the players talk. Um, you know, he could be talking among other players. Hey, you know, why don't you try and get, you know, get over here to Pittsburgh or get over here to the Baltimore. players Wherever do more tampering than the than the owners can do. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure there's, you know, there 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 are certain aspects of it that come into play, but. In the end, yeah, Mike, I mean, you know, it is tampering. And if they get caught, it'd be a major, major. But the bottom line is this, is that they have to do what needs to be done if they want to be a competitive football team going into this season and, and the following season. And X-Man's at the top of his game right now. He's in his prime. And uh, we need to take advantage of that. And And it's as simple as that. And like you mentioned, Mike, he has to at least – work with us on this whole situation. If he just demands to be the number one um, paid corner in the league and he wants to be paid more than, you know, the highest paid corner by a million or a million point five, I, I don't, you know, I, I don't know if that's, you know, if that's the way to go about it. I mean, work with us here, you know, so yep. we'll see what happens. It's going to be interesting. All right. So let's, let's uh, get into the trivia. All right. 
what I've done is I've, I've basically uh, put names out and ordered. It'll be Jim and then Kirk and then Lou. And uh, starting off with Jim. Uh-oh. Jim, who was the player that broke Bob Gracie's leg and sidelining him for the uh, remainder of the 72 season? I'm going to say that I have no recollection of that at all. Oh, man. <laughs> That's bad, isn't it? But I, I can't. The light bulb's not going on at all. Kirk? <laughs> Uh, look, I, I think Lou is going to get both of us on this. I don't. How am I supposed to remember something like that? <laughs> something you either know or you don't. It's not a matter of remembering. Well, it's it. just like it's just like Jeopardy. I, you know, I don't know the answer to that. Uh huh. Lewis, I don't know it. I really don't. I don't wow. remember. I don't remember who the player was. Um, I don't remember what even what team it was. Let's go with. I'm going to take Chargers. I'm going to take a crazy get. Oh, okay, a Charger. All right, let's go with Deacon Jones. Was you he there it. in '72? Yep. Are you serious? Yep. Wow, that's I just threw it out there. And that's why I thought it would be known. I mean, you know. Well, he went. He went uh, to San Diego at the end of his career. Um, uh-huh. Everybody thinks of him as a Ram. I bet you. Did you guys even know that he played for the Chargers at the end? Yes. Yeah, I, something tells okay. me I remembered that. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. All right, very good. Deacon Jones, it is. Kirk, what pro team drafted Dolphins quarterback Dan Marino first? What pro team drafted what Dan Marino team? first? And it was not a football team. Uh, it was a baseball team, Kansas City. You got it. It was Kansas City. He was also drafted by the New New Jersey Generals, uh, the first player taken in the USFL draft. How about that? I got my one, Lewis. That's awesome. You see, I knew you were studying, Kirk, (laughs) when you were on hiatus. I knew it. Looks like I'm in trouble here. (laughs) No, you're not. (laughs) These are some good ones so far. Good. Lou, in 2002, Ricky Williams set the Dolphins' single-season rushing record with 1,853 yards. Whose record did he break? Oh, Jiminy. Um, let's go with, uh, oh, God, who was the, what was the guy's name that had that 200-yard game against um, Indianapolis in the playoffs? Lamar Smith. Lamar Smith. I'll go with that. It's Delvin Williams. Delvin. Wow. How about that? And he did that in what, like 78 or 79? Well, he, he actually uh, held our record and the 49ers single season rushing records. Um, he rushed for 1,203 yards for the 49ers in 1976 mm-hmm. and 1,258 for us in 78. 78, yeah, I knew it was somewhere around there. That is really interesting because, my goodness, we went, I mean, Lamar, I mean, Ricky, what year was it? 2002? Yep. Wow. That is a long, long time. And it tells you again how Marino struggled so much with getting a decent running back, right? All the years he was here, 14 years, 16. I mean, just horrible. Absolutely horrible. That's a good one. Okay. Jim, ready? I think so. All right. (laughs) Bill Arnsparker's famous 53 defense was primarily built around which linebacker? I'm going to go with Nick Buonacani. Kirk? That's a good one, Jim. Um, I'm going to go with that, too. I was, I was thinking, this is crazy, but I was thinking Brzezinski, but I, I, I think that he's right with Bonacani. No, it was, it was before Matheson. Brzezinski. Bob, Bob Matheson. Matheson. Yes. All right, Kirk. From 1966 to 1970, which AFL squad defeated the Dolphins eight straight times? New England. <laughs> Lewis? 
What was the question, Mike? I'm sorry. From 66 to 70, which AFL squad beat the, the, the uh, Dolphins eight straight times? AFL. Hmm. I'm going to go with Buffalo. Jim? I'm going to say the Jets. Well, you got it. From 66 until uh, December 69, the Jets beat the Finns uh, eight straight times. Miami finally broke through with their first win against New York on October 10th, 1970, 20-6. So Namath was killing us early on, huh? Yep. Yeah. Very nice. We struggled with the Jets early on for sure. Okay. We still do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Lou. Um, the Dolphins drafted cornerback Sam Addison from Watt College in the second round in 1997. Uh, I think he was a Louisville boy, wasn't that he? That is correct. All right. You got the easy one, Lou. Ah, uh, come on, Jim. <laughs> Bob Matheson. I mean, Kirk, you missed Bob Matheson. His number was 53, for the love of God. <laughs> and that and that Jim wasn't easy? It. Yeah, Jim, Jim missed, missed it, too. too. You're right. Jim started <laughs> it, and you finished it. Yeah. I'm sure three-quarters <laughs> of the people listening knew that answer. <laughs> they weren't even uh, born yet. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, right. it's, in, it's in every 72 highlight yeah, film. Mike's got a good point there, guys. But uh, let's move on from that. But don't talk about easy anymore, Kirk. Jim, this star <laughs> died in a car crash in Texas one year after joining the Dolphins. Yeah, I should know this one, but I, I'm i drawing a blank on the guy's name. I remember it pretty well, but I, I can't say his name. Kirk? Well, I know a couple. I'll probably get it wrong, but I'll, I'll say I know that uh, David Overstreet. You got it. Yep, that's it. Mm -hmm. Did you say linebacker, Mike, or running no, back? running back. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Lou, Sam Madison and one of his teammates had eight interceptions each in 1998. Who was the teammate? Mike, why am I getting all these Sam Madison questions? Well, because you like Sam Madison. It, it's, it's certain. No, it's not. It's not. Okay. Jim? I was going to say Sertan as well, but I guess I got to go with a different name. Uh, Somebody whispering over there? Yeah, I, I'm drawing a blank on that one. I would have sworn it was Sertan, so. Kirk, got a guess? I thought it was Sertain also. <laughs> All right, well, I'll <laughs> give you a second guess, Mike. I mean, not that it's going to matter because I already failed, but uh -huh. let's go with Brock Marion. Well, nope, still wrong. It was Terrell Buckley. <laughs> oh, my oh, goodness. Buckley. Wow, yep. Buckley. Yep. How about that? That's crazy. So, basically, did Sertan get drafted like a year or two later yes. after Madison? Okay, yes. good. yeah, because Buckley was starting opposite of him, mm -hmm. uh, Madison, for a year or two. I don't even remember that. Do you guys remember that? I always thought Sertan and Madison were basically there as a group forever, you know, and they were, I guess, but I guess there was a couple seasons where Buckley was there as a starter. That's a good one, Mike. T-Buck was a, a ball hawk, but he got beat too much. So, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. They, they didn't was, keep him. Yep. He was either home run or era. Jim, the closest margin of victory for the Dolphins in 1972 was by one point to which AFC East rival? Uh, you're killing me. Um, I'm going to say the Jets. Kirk? Jets. Lewis? I think it was Buffalo. It was Buffalo. It was 24-23. Lou is beating us up again here, Kirk. Yeah, well, we knew that was coming, Jim. We knew that I know, was coming. I know. Oh, we stop did. it. It's early, guys, okay? <laughs> it Play is early. Innings, you got, four quarters. You guys Come got on. you got a guy from New Jersey and a guy from Rhode Island, and you guys been to every Orange Bowl game. So <laughs> we're doing the best we can. <laughs> Mike, what do you hear in that? 
What, what do I hear in that? They're, wearing, yeah. they're waving Where? a white flag. Yeah. Where? That's what I hear. Where? Where? <laughs> Kirk, who, who did Miami have their very first win against? New England. Jim? Indianapolis. Nope. Lewis? Buffalo. Nope. Denver Broncos. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed that one. Nope. That's a Lou, great question, I, th- I think you're going to know this one. Uh, which AFC East team lost 18 consecutive games in the Orange Bowl to the Dolphins until finally winning one in 1986? Who's that going to? You. Oh, me? Yep. AFC team lost 18 consecutive games in the Orange Bowl to the Dolphins until finally winning one in 1986. I, I got to say Buffalo. Oh, well, I thought you'd get it. You didn't. Jim? Why was I thinking Buffalo on this one as well? But mm-hmm. will will I would have sworn it was Buffalo? But it you're says thinking orange. 1980. 1980 yeah. is when oh, the Bills broke okay. their streak. Right, right, and that was that wasn't just in the Orange Bowl. That was all right. That was both. That houses. was both both mm-hmm. houses. Uh, mm-hmm. Orange Bowl. Um, I'm going to say the Patriots. You're right. It mm-hmm. was the Patriots. Yep. Had they, they beat right. us in the because, championship yeah. game. Yep. Yo, didn't yep. you say Buffalo? <laughs> I've said Buffalo three straight times. You guys so got, got look, one out of the three. Buffalo? No, it wasn't them. Well, I'm going to say New England. No. <laughs> yeah. Jim, what was the name of the player who returned the Premiums pass in Super Bowl Seven for a score? Oh, fudge. Was it? Uh, God, I can hear Rick Weaver saying it now. Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm just going to guess that it was. Uh, Warfield or something bloody like that. No, no, no. It was a def- uh, special team oh, from yeah, Washington. Yeah, it was a defense. Yeah, nope. I've drawn a blank. Kirk. Don Bass. You nope. close. Mike Bass. Mike Bass. Yeah. Mike Bass. Oh, yeah. There you yeah. go. We'll give you We'll give you that one. Dick Bass, and you're giving it to him? Mike Bass. Yeah, yeah. he Mike said Bass. Dick Bass. He, he got oh, the he said name. Mike Bass. Actually, oh, said, I said Don Bass, but I didn't say yeah. Dick Don Bass. Don Bass, right. <laughs> But it's a bass. I got it. I'm taking it. Kirk, which Dolphin Hall of Famer had a Division II award named after him? Mike, repeat that. Which Dolphin Hall of Famer had Uh a Division II award named after him? Jason Taylor. I'll give you guys a hint. The award is given to the top offensive lineman in the nation among Division II schools. Jim? Scott? Go ahead. Stevenson? No. Lewis? I'm going to go with, uh, it's got to be either Little or Langer, and I'm going to go with Little. It's Langer. It's Langer. Oh, <laughs> I had man. a 50-50 <laughs> shot there, and I blew it. Okay. How many times, uh, Lou, did the Dolphins miss the playoffs in the 70s? Oh, wow. Mm, man, this is a really, really tough one. Okay, let's see. I'm going to say once. It was more than that. Jim? Go ahead. I'm going to say about four times. It was less than that. Kirk? Twice. <laughs> it was more than that. It's, it's three, three times. Oh. 75, <laughs> 76, and 77, and they had 10 wins, six wins, and 10 wins and didn't make the playoffs. Gosh. Yeah, that's why, Mike, I was thinking record, and the yeah. only year I thought they didn't make it was – the six-win season? right. But 
I do remember that they got, I mean, our division got very tough. The Colts and New England yep. both became pretty decent football teams a couple of those seasons, especially the Colts. And uh, I think they uh, won the division two out of those three years that we, that, that we won 10 games and didn't get in. So, wow, another good question. Okay. Yeah, and what was the uh, team that uh, Marino's last playoff win was against? San Diego? No. Kirk? Seattle. Yes, sir. Yep, that's it. Kirk, after playing for Miami, Mark Clayton played for which team? Giants. No. Jim? Oh, I know what it is. You idiot. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, I got nothing on that one. Can I get a second guess? (laughs) Green Bay. Played for the Packers, Mike. Yep, it was the Packers. That's what I meant to say, Lewis. (laughs) Yeah, whatever, Kirk. (laughs) <laughs> which dolphin holds the longest td reception record for, in the super bowl that would be mr cephalo you know how far it was 76 i believe close 75 okay i was within a yard i don't know you better jim I, I got think it, you listen, know. jim the yep. question was the player not the not the not the amount of yardage okay don't try to cheat i'm just teasing <laughs> you between you and kirk you guys are like nose and nose right now with this funny business during this thing. <laughs> you said it was going to be Mike, fun. Mike, you, you want to take control of this? No. Okay, go ahead. Jim, who was the first Dolphin elected to the Pro Football Hall of Fame? Did you hear the question? Uh, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm thinking about this okay. one. Let's go with... Uh, I'll give you a hint. To, it, was a, it was a black guy. I'm going to say, uh, well, Warfield? Yes, sir. Mike, you just, I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah he threw me a bone on that one, yeah. Of course Mike. he did. He was the only, I mean, <laughs> for the love of God. Well, Mike. I was trying to think of who retired earlier, you know, right, from that right, era. Right. That's exactly know? it. Yeah, right. because the, the offensive lineman and Greasy played for a long time afterwards. Kirk, so. when you get your question right now, make sure he throws you a bone, okay? All right. Go ahead. Mike. What New York Jet, and that's the bone, ended Dwight Stevenson's career? Um, had to be a lineman. I don't know. Uh, Klecko. Jim? Oh, I'm trying to try. He was to his think. college uh, roommate. Unbelievable. I, I don't know this one. It's Marty Lyons. It is. Lyons. Okay. We were there, I believe. Yeah, we were. That was horrible. I'll tell you what, guys, you know, just real quick, Mike, before you go on. When they, I mean, we watched the play and the the corner went down the sideline and Stevenson was trailing the play by like 20 yards. And if not more, Lions took him, took him out with like a cross body block, which was so unnecessary. And when they, I mean, he literally got carried off the field. I mean, we knew it was something serious. The guy never played again. And I mean, it broke, it broke your heart. Because, I mean, this guy was the anchor, you know, and um, he would have probably played another 10 years with the, I mean, the guy was just a physical specimen. Beast. Just a oh, beast. my God. If you saw him in person at a time when they weren't conditioning and doing the things they do now, it, the guy was just, he was incredible. Just incredible. I mean, he was built he like was a linebacker. He was so strong and quick. I mean, he yeah. was just a great, great player. He was built like a linebacker, basically yeah. playing the center position. He was unbelievable. All right, just an antidote there, or whatever you call it. 
Lou, which team did the Dolphins shut out four times over the 72 and 73 seasons? Four times over the 72, 73 seasons? Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Let's go with New England. Anybody else want to guess? I was going to say New England as well. It was the Baltimore Colts. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. His former team, do you think he uh, appreciated that? <laughs> oh, without a doubt. Very much so. So they uh, shut him out four straight times? Yeah. Oh, my God. I think one of those was the actual uh, 71 championship game, which was probably played in 72. Mm, 21 nothing. yeah. Yep. Okay. Jim, how many career passing yards did Dan Marino have? Uh, 55,327 or something. You're not that far off. It was 61,361. I was the 55 was when he broke the record, I think. Yep. Yep. Kirk, how many touchdowns did Dan Marino throw for in his first NFL appearance? Five. No. Lewis? <laughs> <laughs> It's actually three, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say three, but it may three. have been two. It was two. That's what I thought. I mean, it was you know, the Kirk, Raiders. You know, I, yeah. It was the Raiders, right? He threw yep. two touchdowns in the fourth quarter. They were down 28 nothing, and they put him in the game. And in one quarter of play, he did what you just said, Lou. He threw right. two touchdowns. Yeah. I uh, mean, that's when he took the starting job from uh, Woodley. Right. The next week, they started yep. him against Buffalo. Yep, very good. Yeah, I mean, he, and I think he threw his first touchdown. Well, you may have that. You may have that. Is it one yeah, of the questions, I Mike? I, I don't know. So, oh, okay, so it's Joe Rose. Yep. He caught, his I, he caught his first NFL touchdown. He may have caught the second one that day, too. I don't remember. But uh, they were two fourth-quarter touchdowns. He yep. moved them up and down the field. Okay, anyway. All right, uh, Louis Don Shula went belligerent during a Monday night football game against the Eagles when the refs muffed a call two plays in a row while the Dolphins were punting. If you remember, that punter was holding the ball before he kicked, and uh, Shula got really, really upset because they were flagged when they shouldn't have been. Do you know who the punter was? <laughs> You want me to remember a punter for yep. the Philadelphia Eagles? No, no, it was, it was our punter. Oh, our punter. Okay. Our punter was holding the ball. In other words, oh, he'd get the snap, okay, gotcha, he'd hold the gotcha. ball. Yes, yes, yes. And then and, and then, then kicked. kicked. Oh, God. Um, it was either I'll, – I'll go with Roberts, the lefty. It was either him or Oros. I can't remember which guy was there at that point. It was Oros. Okay, yeah, I knew it was one or the other. All right, Jim, this is probably the easiest one I've ever read, but uh -oh. what are the official team colors? <laughs> Aqua and orange? And one more. <laughs> it's three colors, aqua, orange, and what else? Oh, boy. And don't say navy blue, because that ain't it. It's uh, it's it's not navy blue. It's uh, like dark uh, blue. Uh, it's white. I'm oh, dying. Well, yeah. why, why didn't I? You didn't give me a chance to say it, <laughs> oh, Kirk. Jesus. Kirk, well, are you, you you know it's white. I Kirk, was, are you feeling right, Kirk, that there's Kirk, a little I, bit I of have favoritism a one for here? you? you, you oh you're, gonna, you're gonna get this one, I think. <laughs> oh, 
I was I, I could have screamed white all the way across the country. <laughs> well, I don't even consider that. You, you know, it's white is the other color, but I was don't thinking of that as a the color. But it is a color. Yeah, I think one of the colors is coral, but I could be mistaken. <laughs> no, it only turned coral when uh, Ross bought the team. All right, well, it's coral now, <laughs> so it would still be I, a correct I answer. Don't know, I don't know what it is now. <laughs> Kirk, how many interceptions did Tua throw on the second day of minicamp last week? Five. You got it. <laughs> the same that as Marino soft, throwing his first game. Ball. <laughs> <laughs> there's your There's your uh, layup. Kirk. Let's see if you can get this one, Lewis. I, okay. I don't. I don't consider this a layup, but it's not too difficult. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many former Alabama players are currently on our roster? Former Alabama players that are currently on our roster. Um, let's go with two. Yeah, it's more than that. Anybody else have a guess? I don't I know, but guess. I'm going to say it's about four. It's even more than that. Really? Oh, my yeah. God. They got five. At six. <laughs> Raekwon no, Davis. Keep saying five. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. DJ Fluker, Robert Foster, of course, Tua. Oh, God. I Carl Tucker think... and Jalen Waddell. My God. It, 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 I wouldn't even thought twice about Foster. Fluker I probably should have gotten. Um, yeah, Carl Tucker, you know. Tucker, I – Right. That's that's a that's a that's a bad question. Okay, go ahead. That's it. We're done. That's it. You've each had nine questions. Wow, Woo. that was fast. It was unbelievable. All right, Kirk, did you tally this up like you did no, last not time? After, not after last time. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't blame you. Hey, I did okay. <laughs> I did okay this time. Yeah, you did. I think I think you probably did. Um, I think so. Yeah, I was the big loser in this one. I, I so think so, Jim. Yeah. I think so. Uh, but hopefully you had fun and uh, maybe learned a thing or two. We sure did. Absolutely. We, I mean, Jim definitely learned that white is a part of our uniform. <laughs> so yep. that's a positive for him. <laughs> he also learned how to count to 53. There you go. <laughs> yeah, him and me both. Uh-huh. Oh, Lord, guys. That was fun. I think I laughed more during this thing over a few of these questions and some of the answers than I have in quite a while. Um, I, I have a feeling that the listeners are going to get a kick out of this too. <laughs> well, they may or may not. They may say, what a bunch of morons. I, you know, you never know. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah, we, we, uh, it, it, it'll be interesting. I can't wait to hear some feedback from some of the people in regard to how, how many they actually got right. You know? Now, some of these questions were fairly old, so I know a lot of people listening you know, probably were born later and, and did not know some of these answers, and that's, that's you know, there's mm-hmm. no problem with that. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're all older guys, and, uh, you know, but we've, he- seen this, we've seen the 72 highlight films probably 100 times each. I listen. I had problems with some of the older ones. Um, yeah, of course, because you you your your memory challenges you. Absolutely. Well, you, God, it, I mean, there's so much history now. It's very, very yeah. difficult to yeah. you know to think back. I mean, the four well, the Madison in a row. and Buckley question. You know, uh, that, that's tough because you don't remember. You know exactly who came when. Well, Sertan comes, you know, it, it's it's almost, we should have all thought that it was a trick question, you know, because Sertan would have been the obvious answer, right? Uh-huh. And that's where, yeah. that's the route I went. I didn't even think twice about it. 
Um, and even if I did think about it, I probably wouldn't have gotten that. I mean, I, I had a second guess and I still didn't get it right. So anyway. you know, when, I, when I think of the toughest game in 72, I think of the Viking game. The Buffalo game doesn't immediately come to mind. Well, right, right. I mean, because they wound up winning that game late. Right. Um, you know, I think God with, with less than a minute. Right. Yep. Um, but yeah, the, the one point that was, that was an interesting one too. That's definitely something that comes to mind right away. The Viking game for sure. Uh-huh. But, um, yep. it was a, it was a tough physical game and, and that's what, you know, that's what you see in the highlights. You know, you see Zonka getting blasted in the kidney, you know? <laughs> yep. Uh, so I mean, that's what you think of because you've seen that so many times. Mm-hmm. But uh, the Bills actually gave them the closest game. Uh, and I don't remember what OJ had, but I think it, he actually had a decent game against us. He normally did not do all that well. They they bottled him up pretty good for the most part. So, all right, guys. Uh, anything else you want to bring up while you got the mics? Well, there, was, there was no news this week, right? Nothing, nothing substantial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just uh, we just got rid of another week. Talk about yeah. it week in and week out. Here we are. We're almost to July, so we're getting close, guys. We we're are getting, getting close. closer. We're inching closer. So until next week, then, we'll uh, be back. Thanks, guys, for joining me this evening, and thanks, everybody, for listening. We hope you enjoyed it, and fins up. Fins up, fins everybody. Up. Fins up, Dolphins. All right, so that's our show for this week. I just want to remind everyone that the FinFans podcast is part of the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network. 